right, too. I'm recording. Wait, am I? Yeah, I got I got the Let me see. I got levels. Looks like I got Hello. 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 Okay, great. Yeah. Uh cool. Cool. Ladies, gentlemen, and gender neutral fans all across the globe, welcome to the fourth Adam Sandler podcast. All right. Back at it again, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So today uh, we're going to be talking about Just Go With It. Yes. The 2012 Adam Sandler really? flick. Is it? To, uh, shoot. Let me pull it up. This is just the podcast where we read the Wikipedia page. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like... At this point. You know, the, the year is like the easiest thing to get, and it's also the first thing... I really ought to have that nailed down before I yeah. say anything else. I'm going to say 2012. It's 2011. Well, yeah. I, I was talking about the DVD release. Oh, shit. Yeah, which Did was... They, wait, they waited a whole year? <laughs> they It was delayed um, because of all of the extra scenes. Oh, nice. So, yeah. They refilmed the movie. They did, yeah. They were like, oh, the this movie sucked. Let's, uh, let's go <laughs> back. Let's try it again. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so do you want to lead us in? Or I've got something written. It's not up to my usual standards, but I could... Oh, if you wrote something, why don't you go ahead and read it? Because I didn't have... I didn't write anything. Okay, I'll, I'll read okay. it, and we'll just fill in where we need to. Okay. <clears throat> Danny Maccabee is a successful plastic surgeon who refuses to settle down, all because back in the 80s, a younger Danny with a bigger nose discovered that his bride-to-be was cheating on him. Danny uses a wedding ring to pretend he's married and convince women, usually college-age women, to sleep with him. But when Danny finally falls for someone and she almost discovers his secret trick, he has to lie to cover it up, saying he's getting a divorce. Um, and then I need something really catchy there, like... Um, but this time around, Danny's lies might turn out to be too much for him to handle. How'd that? It's not, Was not that really a, a pun, but... Oh, that's true. Uh, Danny's lies might be too much for him to handle. I don't know. I'm not sure what to say <laughs> otherwise, but yeah, well, yeah. they might be. Yeah. Uh, so cool. yeah, that's, I feel like that's like the kind of basic idea of the, the movie, the, the first kind of mm -hmm. the, the big premise. Um, yeah, I'll just say, he I lies. guess I, I feel like I should yeah. add like, kind of long story short he also what he does with this lie is he recruits his office administrator um played by jennifer aniston catherine and into the lie as well as his ex-wife and ultimately he ends up because of this series of lies in hawaii with his new girlfriend his office administrator her two kids and danny's cousin um Eddie, who's played by Nick Schwartz, Schwartzen, Schwartzman, not Schwartzman, Schwartzen, Schwartzen, um, yes. and then over the course of that trip to Hawaii, um, he's like trying to keep things going with Palmer, but also kind of starting to realize, wait, maybe I have some feelings for Catherine, which actually should have been the thing that I landed on. Like that should have been the end of, of my thing. Like, but when he starts having feelings for Catherine, he realizes um, that uh, this might be yes. more than he can handle. <laughs> oh, my God. 
perfect yeah nailed it <laughs> yeah nailed it yeah cool cool that's that's the movie that's it just go with it <laughs> just go with it well what do you want to talk about um we could start with the very beginning because i think there's a lot the of cool beginning. stuff happening in those first oh, five yeah. minutes the first five minutes oh yeah, yeah that's right yeah i do yeah we've kind of got like a a return to the 80s uh with the wedding that's singer true. yeah he's wearing the wedding singer suit it looks like oh i didn't even think is about that I, I bet like, he is i bet he, he's definitely like got blue, the wedding singer hair blue suit Mm-hmm. it's the 80s I could see that. It's 1988 is the, the year we get. And so Danny's, um, it, we actually start not with Danny, but his bride-to-be played by, did you catch that? His bride-to-be? Yeah. At the beginning of the movie? Yep. No. Oh, it's, it? it's played by his wife. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, she's always, yeah. I didn't catch that at all. I think her name is Jackie Sandler. Yes. Yeah. I think so too. I feel like I know her now. I feel like I know all of these people now. Yeah. Um, so Jackie Sandler. Not or, me. No. <laughs> it's a surprise every time. I, feel I don't know like why I'm you like, keep your eyes that? closed when you watch it. Yeah. It's neat, but it's just yeah. a weird. Which one's that? Who's that fellow right there? <laughs> the weirdest part is that you cut out all the parts where you talk about the fact that you keep your eyes closed throughout the movie. So yeah. this whole series, this is the, probably the first. Well, if you cut this out, they still won't know, but. Um, so yeah, it starts out with, uh, Adam Sandler's wife playing this girl who's going to get married to Adam Sandler's character, Danny Maccabee. It is funny. And she, uh, reveals that she's like, she's talking to her girlfriends and is talking about how she like cheats on him and stuff like that. Mm. And then you cut to outside and, um, Danny is standing out there. It's Adam Sandler wearing, I think it's, he's wearing (laughs) a humongous nose or it's CGI'd humongous nose. I think it's, I don't. I He's kinda, probably. What do you, you think? think? What's your guess? This was actually I, the first. Uh, I thought he was section wearing was it. Think. Okay, I'm gonna say CGI'd. Oh shit! I don't know for sure. Why? But, um, I just feel like CGI is cheaper, and is it? They're making a fake nose. I have no way of knowing the answer to that question, but. <laughs> can you tap into your experience in the uh, fake nose in my in in my experience i do (laughs) think i read somewhere one time that it was cheaper uh no i don't know for sure but when i'm thinking back on it it's just like there was something almost too smooth and non-skin like Hmm. you know i'm a skin guy i know my skin and this this just felt like nah this isn't skin it doesn't like even look idea. like a fake skin. I like the idea, not that it was cheaper, but that they're just excited about CGI <laughs> technology. Use... And they're yeah. like, we can, we could do anything with this. I know that this was like 10 years after the Phantom, no, more than that, after the Phantom Menace. This is like 12 years after the Phantom Menace. But they're just kind of catching up to like, we can do anything with CGI. <laughs> and Adam Sandler was like, like maybe this, the special effects guy was like, that they have on all the movies was like, I'm telling you, Adam, CGI, we could do anything. We could do all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, you know, you're not no longer limited by technology. Just whatever your imagination <laughs> you can go. do. Like, anything. You can't do anything. <laughs> it's like, well, could you could you give me a fake nose? You couldn't do that. And he's just like, oh. 
Watch. I, I guess I'll do that. Doesn't someone else look weird too? Or look, I mean, yeah. Doesn't somebody else have like a, a thing? Is it Nick Swardson? Is he covered in zits or something? Or? Yeah, he is covered in zits. Also CGI, yeah. I assume. He's covered in huge CGI noses. It's weird. <laughs> I feel like they could have done something a little different. Say, what's really weird is that one of them has a little face on it and is like, and like does a funny little voice like the whole time man again we are just writing a much better movie and we shouldn't do that so early in the episode yeah it's true um so yeah so uh danny overhears this conversation obviously the wedding's off the next thing we cut to is danny at a bar but he has his engagement ring on or his wedding ring i don't know and um a really you know attractive woman walks through the bar and she's getting catcalled and she sits down next to him and he's just a normal dude and he's also a normal dude who happens to apparently be married which i guess by the logic of this film makes women want to sleep with a man that if you are married a woman automatically wants to sleep with you because that's what happens in this scene and it's also oh, what danny uses it's- throughout his it's the sob story that he uses oh okay the reading the... wearing yeah man i don't even know if this is in the movie but i think the, <laughs> the psychology of it is that uh with the wedding ring you present yourself as someone that a woman could talk to in a safe environment and then uh but then you give the sad the sob story like oh but my wife she's so mean to me or whatever uh, and then okay, that so, means yeah. they feel sorry and then uh, you know when someone feels sorry for someone else their first impulse is like well let's go bone and uh, I usually uh, feel that yeah when I see <laughs> people on the better. side of the road whose cars have stopped I'm like is there any chance yeah no okay call yeah. the pl- okay I'll see you later yeah. yeah so okay that that makes me feel a lot better so it's not that women are homewreckers it's that women are idiots and <laughs> will believe anything so okay yeah wow i feel a lot better about this movie now well you know just the ones that he meets in bars <laughs> right of course i'm saying that about it, every person human. every woman the women that he meets at parties with his friends or it's, at the office they're fine but it's the women the, at the bars it's a self-selecting population or self uh yeah self-selecting yeah yeah i think that's what it is yeah i did so i want to go back to the nose and i I hope that this doesn't just take up the whole conversation but why did he so the logic the way i understand the nose is adam sandler is too attractive so we need to give him a huge nose so that he looks more unattractive and I'm saying like huge nose. I mean like an insanely comically, large, yeah. yeah, comically large nose. It's not like just somebody with a big nose, which you know is attract is attractive. I mean, it's big, but... bigger than a human person. Is that right? Bigger than that? Bigger, I don't know. Bigger than a human person? <laughs> Person's nose would be. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I was. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it's it's really big. Um, it's quite it's a quite big nose. But I think the whole idea is like the girl is marrying down to marry him mm-hmm. because he's so nice, and then in the bar scene, the girl kind of like sleeps with him and you know sort of kind of takes pity on him. But I 
I mean, is Adam Sandler? I don't know. Is like, is is he attractive enough that he even needs the nose, or why couldn't he just play himself as a nice guy well, who gets it... cheated on and then sleeps uh-huh. with? Why sleeps... why use the nose? Yeah, why the he nose? becomes a plastic surgeon. Okay, that would be the That's... easiest way to remember that he's a plastic surgeon. Yeah. Well, because he undoes the nose, he gets the nose taken off. I guess on himself, maybe he like. Oh, that'd be so cool. There's part of the movie. I want to see the director. He has the cut. nose. There's a uh, yeah. There's part of the movie. He's got nose at the beginning. We're flashing forward through time. Is is he narrating? Is someone narrating it? Maybe he narrates the beginning it. and the end. And he's like, and my nose. And then I got the nose. I took my nose off. How great! La- how like laughed her off. That would have just no, that, I, yeah yeah that would have been such a great scene of like very briefly them showing like a dark and stormy night and he's like working on his own yes. nose and screaming and it's like a Frankenstein kind of thing you know like yes. that would have been such an awesome scene but maybe maybe that's on the cutting room floor who knows yeah or on the director's cut yeah gotta watch so we're that. gonna we're gonna find it yeah the our next podcast is just gonna be season. all of the director's cuts yes. Maybe not. I don't know. All right. Yeah. Um, Anything else about this nose you want to bring? No, actually, why don't I save will s- it and bring it up later? Okay. okay, I'll bring it up later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had one more thing, but we can save okay. it. Okay. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. So, um, I, I, one of the thing, one of the things I found, uh, I feel like this is the first movie we've watched of Adam Sandler's where this like one plot device is used throughout and maybe i'm wrong about that but because like zohan so the the lie i'm or the plot device i'm talking about is the lie which i actually looked it up because i was like there's got to be a term for this trope um and they call it the snowball lie which is where a lie snowballs into another lie and then other people are dragged into the lie that's good and yeah and so that's what this movie does and i think it does it I'm not going to say better, but it does it more than any other Adam Sandler movie before. Now, with Zohan, we had the same kind of thing where Zohan is pretending to be um, is is a Palestinian, right? Is he pretending to be Palestinian, yes. but he's really is? Yeah. No, he's Israeli, but he's pretending not to be Zohan. Is he? Pre- I th- okay, maybe that I okay. <laughs> I think his only lie is I'm not Zohan. Okay, that that makes more sense. He, I'm Coco, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so he's so that lie is like carried on, but it's not something that he has to constantly revise and repeat. Whereas yeah. this movie is just Danny. It does constantly, yeah. constantly lying. It's committed to it. Yeah. Asking other people to lie because he he tells Palmer, his girlfriend that he likes, his young uh-huh. college age girlfriend, who's. Uh, yeah, we can, well, well we'll get to her later but he tells her that Catherine's his 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 soon-to-be ex-wife and he tells her that Catherine's kids are his kids and so they go to hawaii together um and he tells her and then his cousin eddie nick schwartzen 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 plays Dolph, a german guy or he plays eddie but eddie has to pretend to be Dolph, who's Catherine's yeah, lover and Dolph. the name they use is Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. He's also an actor. Yeah. A action movie actor. Yeah. 
there was like a weird way that this movie just feels like bedtime stories but um <laughs> they didn't take enough Uh-oh. time developing any of the lies <laughs> you know it's uh, like if bedtime stories had been almost... written on the spot which i guess it kind of uh, was but well, very he, was, he the character was writing his stories on the spot in he this was movie. yeah he really was and under pressure yeah um so yeah the just he didn't lot... make Dolph lundgren okay the lie there he told palmer that his wife was seeing a man named Dolph. yes and then oh you're frozen now too oh no you're not uh then nick swartzen shows up at the airport and he's like what are you doing here and nick swartzen says it's me Dolph." Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Dolph, so he doesn't bring uh, yeah. Nick into it. Nick in, brings himself into it. I don't remember yeah. why. <laughs> yeah. Um, why not? I, I don't remember. I think just for the hell of it, or because yeah. something to do with his ex girlfriend, and he has had plastic surgery on his penis. So something to do with that, oh. maybe. But I'm okay. not sure. Um, I did want to mention though that. Um, you know we're talking about this and it is based it's not this is not something that adam sandler wrote that's Um, a good point this was co-written and and we've talked before about this kind of for me i think this is kind of the time of the the studios and writers Mm -hmm. pitching ideas to studios but studios that are based around actors like will smith's Mm -hmm. studio or tom cruise or adam sandler's and i kind of feel like this is a perfect example of that where you know, these guys wrote this script and they're like, hey, Adam Sandler would be perfect for this. You know, let's kind of tailor it to him, makes, you know, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and pitch it to his studio and they picked it up. Um, but it is based off of a Broadway play, Cactus Flower. Yes. Um, which was a farce. Okay. Which farce, you know, that's supposed to be funny. And that was based on a French film, uh, French play. Flower de cactus. It's actually, yeah, it's actually. Fleur de cactus. Fleur de cactus. Fleur. Fleur de cactus. Well, I mean, come on. <laughs> you know, we have French listeners, Chris. Oh, shit, do we? <laughs> yeah, it's. I would. It's more. And plus, I don't know, it's kind of more like. It just came out. It just popped out. <laughs> you know, kind of like that more than it is, you know. Um. Yeah, can I read the Wikipedia summary for that just so we can, can I kind of figure out where does this step away from it? Where does it fall in line with it? Because uh-huh. obviously that's what we're most interested in is where are those creative um, jumps, those those kind of creative risks that Adam Sandler and company are taking um, when they're putting this out. So, um, yeah, so the comedy focuses, this is Cactus Flower or uh, the other French saying, the comedy focuses on the relationship between young, wild Tony and her older married lover Julian, a dentist. I'm already intrigued because it's focused on Tony instead. Like Tony's the first person we get instead of Julian. Convinced the two have no future together, Tony attempts suicide, and a guilt-ridden Julian rashly proposes he leave his wife so the couple can be together. However, Julian has never revealed to Tony that his marriage is actually an elaborate lie concocted to keep Tony at arm's length. Tony refuses to break up his household without first meeting and talking with Julian's soon-to-be ex. So Julian enlists the aid of his shy spinster assistant, Stephanie, to pose as his non-existent wife. Complications arise when Tony decides the two must find her, 
find her a new beau so everyone concerned can live happily ever after. My God. And then they go to Hawaii. (laughs) Uh, What do you think of that? Yeah. I don't know. It seems solid. Yeah. You want to watch that instead? Classic. Yeah. Yeah. No, it does. I mean, I forgot completely that uh, it was based on something else, but Mm. I did think, I think that uh, that's one of the things, when I'm watching the movie, one of the things I liked about it is unlike Zohan or a lot of the movies we watched, uh, it sticks to the premise and plays it out. And for me, I think that's my, some of my favorite kind of comedy is when they like, are like, here's the premise here are all the complications that arise from that. Whereas in something like Zohan, I didn't I don't think they cared about the having some kind of snowball lie. They just had that as a plot point until they were tired of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That movie was just like, we'll just get from gag to gag. Some of the Adam Sandler movies don't even seem like they have even that driving them. It seems like they're just trying to tell a conventional story about a brother and a sister who uh, overcome some kind of hardship. Oh my God! Are you talking I don't know. about Jack and Jill? We haven't watched that yet, so are I don't we, know. Are, are we gonna do I'm a two for talking... today? <laughs> we can't. It's too uh, much. That's, that's... But uh, <laughs> right. spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> but in uh, in this one, it did seem like they're like, all right, here's our premise. What like? How can this build into like? how can this escalate into more and more different situations? And I think, I, yeah, I, did I think like that's that true. I think that's definitely true. And that's probably what kept me most intrigued throughout. Like, I'm trying to think back why, you know, what did keep my attention and that would probably be it. It's like, how, how will they keep this going even more? And it really is over the top. Like for instance, um, Adam Sandler, mm-hmm. Danny, when he tells Palmer that he's married, she asks what his wife's name is, and he says Devlin. Well, Devlin actually happens <laughs> to be Catherine's old sorority sister, whom mm-hmm. she hated in college. And so uh, what happened was uh, Catherine, when her kids would say, like, I'm going to go take a crap or I'm going to go take a dump, she convinced them to that it was actually called taking a Devlin. I'm going to mm-hmm. go take a Devlin. Um, and so what happens is Catherine is now thought of as Devlin by Palmer when they go to Hawaii, who shows up, but the actual Devlin in Hawaii. And so at one point Palmer actually meets the real Devlin and Catherine, whom she thinks is Danny's wife and calls Devlin. And there's just this, you know, weird, you could just imagine how hilarious this moment is. (laughs) But then they have to lie to them. Yes. And say that they're married and are in a good marriage. So now you have two competing lies. You have the lie to Palmer, which is that they're in a marriage that's unraveling. And now you have the lie to Devlin, which is that they're in a marriage that is uh, going very smoothly so she can compete. Uh, and see, I don't know. I think that, that that's like the, for me, I think the DNA of uh, good like situation comedy is you have two like narratives that are like competing with each other. Chris, if you recommend this goddamn movie, I swear. What? <laughs> no, I'm just did kidding. You mean, did you mean to say that on camera? <laughs> I did not. I thought I was muted. <laughs> um, sorry. Ooh, egg on my face. Um, yeah, yeah. I think I, I think that is a, a great 
part of the the movie i mean that is the driving force of the movie and um i am kind of interested though just to go back to cactus flower and just kind of note some of the ways that they diverged from it and you know maybe they're using a, a different um adaptation but i'm really intrigued because for one the kind of inciting incident in cactus flower is that tony commit tries to commit suicide that's really serious right like tony tries to commit suicide and so julian has to come up with this elaborate plan to you know make her feel better or whatever um i think that's just much darker than just go with it could ever be given Mm -hmm. kind of america american film executive sense of what american audiences want yeah um and then and obviously we're talking about like mainstream film versus a play versus Mm -hmm. drama the other thing is that um julian's assistant stephanie is a spinster so she's not just like a sweet uh you know beautiful mom she is someone who's kind of totally removed from that family world um which i I think is a is a pretty important difference um and yeah i mean obviously the lie is different um in this case actually julian has been well julian has been lying to tony the whole time whereas in adam sandler's movie he never lies to the person that he really wants to be with he only ever lies to all the women in the one night stands but when it comes to Mm. palmer that's actually just a woman he it's almost like the film won't let him lie about that he doesn't wear the ring to the party where he meets palmer so she doesn't find out about it until after they've slept together and then she pulls out the ring and she's like you're married um so i do you know it's kind of interesting that you know he he can cheat on all of these throwaway actresses and, Mm -hmm. and characters but he or he can lie to those people but he can't lie to the person who's gonna figure as the person he loves well he is lying to her though he does then go on to lie to her that's a good point but what's yeah. what's interesting though is actually they don't really they're not invested really in like man just like uh in other adam sandler movies we've talked about adam sandler is a womanizer yeah who uses uh which is we've seen in 51st dates yes and also uh i now pronounce you chuck and larry among yeah. others, maybe i don't know about actually among others but at least those two uh that's his character and like in 51st dates uh the movie takes place in hawaii but also like <laughs> in 51st dates he's using deceit to like get a lot of ladies into bed Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's also, as a result of a wounded uh, relationship, though they don't go into that as much, because I think Fifty First Dates was somewhat invested in that storyline. This movie isn't. It's just of set up to the storyline that it's actually invested in, which is the one lie that then must escalate. Like, there's not a thing in the movie where he's like, I don't want to be a womanizer anymore or i don't want to really he's just like right if i remember it right yeah there's no moment he just like of, he meets her and then he's yeah. like oh she's the one i don't need to it's not like oh I, the way i've been living is not the way i want to live anymore or, i don't feel like there was a moment like right that exactly. and it's it's something that i don't think it's ever he's never blamed for it or or criticized no. for it like they jokingly you know even Catherine. 
um, you know, just kind of jokes about the fact that he sleeps with a bunch of random women. Um, but yeah, I think the 51st dates is perfect. Like it's the, essentially the same character. Um, he's a womanizer, but actually he's a good guy. He's, you know, a true family man and that's all he really wants. Um, he just, for whatever reason has spent the last 20 years of his life, not searching after that. He's been just waiting for that spark, you know, that one woman who's going to change him. That's what he really needs. Um, also it really annoys me that like the sign of a good family man is that they behave well around other people's kids in public that I don't think that tells you anything about how someone is actually going to be with their own kids. Like, you know, yeah. behind closed doors. Uh, I mean, I yeah. don't even tell tell everybody that, but just so you know, maybe that's not the best sign of of of, uh, of a good of a good dad. Yeah, I I saying that because when you uh, see people's children, you become tongue tied immediately. And yeah, well, I'm just really mean to them because I'm so okay. confused, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, no, I got a heart of gold. <laughs> <laughs> like. Hey kid, that picture sucks. <laughs> I'm not even what done you, yet. What are you watching <laughs> on YouTube? That show looks like it sucks. Minecraft? Are you kidding me? Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> oh, you like little baby video games? <laughs> hey baby, oh change this kid's diaper. <laughs> ever, ever heard of Call of Duty? <laughs> Get out of my house. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I guess I I, I kind of feel like we've been beating around the bush, and and I maybe maybe it's good to just get it out there in the open now, and then we can kind of move on from it. But I just think it's worth saying that this movie's kind of problematic around some of its kind of oh. gender stereotypes. I would oh, say. okay. Yeah, I would I would say that um, it's also kind of just it felt a little superficial how Danny and Palmer fall in love. Like I believe it. You know, like I believe it in my heart, but I don't believe it in my head. And that was one of those oh, okay. things where it's like, oh, I just need a little bit more because, you know, they hook up on the beach mm-hmm. and then yeah, they sure, are totally in love. Yes. And, and then they, he, yeah, and they then have like, to our work. <laughs> yeah, they have like two conversations yeah. at the beach. One is like, For sure. yeah, I used to live in the Midwest, but now I moved here. And the other is, yeah, I'm a teacher. And then it's like, oh, my God, this the, the she's the one. He does. Oh man, yeah. can we take? Wait. So he's okay. So Billy Madison. Yeah. Uh, Is that it though? No, there's another one. Um, Just go bedtime. With... Bedtime stories. Oh, bedtime stories. Oh fuck. You're right. Just go with it, and I guarantee you, there's another it one. Feels in like there. there's more. Yeah. There's. It just yeah. seems true. Maybe that's why we think there's more. <laughs> yeah. Um. um yeah uh oh yeah yeah the romance the palmer romance i mean i don't know uh they did like hook up and then it's just then she's like oh you're married i don't want to i can't be with a man who's married and then he goes to her work and is like give me another chance we're getting divorced and she's she does but the way it plays out is as if they had been had this long relationship and yeah and we're like kind of committed to each other and then she found out like oh my god i'm betrayed by you and then he has to come to her work and be like give me another chance or whatever i don't know i mean and it, yeah certainly it just, i think people 
plenty of people, most people maybe, but maybe not, uh, would if they found out that someone they hooked up with, maybe they're interested in, uh, was married, would probably be like, I don't, I don't want to do this. But the way that, I don't know, it seemed like they had more of a thing than seemed to be what you would necessarily. It felt like we were supposed to assume, but uh, I, I guess if I was in wild. workshop, if I was in workshop, I would have just been uh-huh. like, okay, Adam or scriptwriters, um, this is intriguing, but I just I think I need a little bit more, maybe just <laughs> some more dialogue or some signs of their connection before you just throw it at me that they're gonna they're like in love and they want to be together. Yeah. Um, I maybe think, I think we're just uh, wild hedonists, though. I think uh, so. Yeah. That's the problem. Whereas Adam Sandler is a good uh, traditional family values type of guy. He's like, no, He's you like, just you fall in love. Well, you they, see somebody, they, you look they in their slept eyes. Together. <laughs> oh yeah, they they slept together. Of course they're gonna stay together. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, what are you, yeah. a liberal? Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> um, we learned we learned something the other day. <laughs> Today. No, I think I already knew it, but I don't think I. You, know, I, you well, made a joke about it. Yeah, <laughs> on, the, um, on the podcast. Oh, okay. So have. I guess I did know it. <laughs> yeah, Adam Sandler is a uh, Republican uh, yeah. daughter. <laughs> yeah, I think it just it hit me harder when, <laughs> when my yeah when my when you know when your friends on the street just you know call it out it hits a little harder. <laughs> You know, it's yeah. not just an intellectual pursuit, you know, just trying to explore this, this guy and his psyche, but, oh, wait, this is, you know, this has real world consequences. Right. Speaking of, I think that's the most frustrating thing about this is like, this is not how relationships work. <laughs> and I'm not talking about no. all the lying. I'm talking about the first part where they just randomly fall in love together and that's it. And it's just like, he's 45 years old. Why is that the way that his, <laughs> he's navigating relationships? Why yeah. hasn't he fallen in love way sooner if that's all it all it that takes is like time. hearing two nice things about somebody? You know what? He did fall in love sooner and you know what? She was cheating on him. Damn, that's right. And also he had a big nose. He did. Yeah. That's also true. Um you know, I think one of the reasons why they have to make it so superficial is because if they had a real anchor that connected them then later on when oh, he starts falling careful. for Catherine. Oh, wait, did you already spoil that? Part? I already, oh yeah, spoiler alert retroactively for the, like, s- the first time. Oh, shit. Yeah, I, I did. I Because remember? remember I said um, he also begins to realize that Catherine might be the one for him. And then I said something about, uh, oh, you know, that like hook that's that like, I had. That could have been like one scene. <laughs> oh, that's true. Well, so when he realizes that Catherine might, when he begins to realize that Catherine might be the one for him, <laughs> I think a lot of readers or viewers might have balked at that moment of like, no, uh-huh. not Catherine. He like has all this, right. he has like this deep connection with Palmer. So maybe that's why they did it. Um, they always, yeah, they do. I feel maybe like they that's why they wrote it, it so bad. Maybe that's why. I don't know. Yeah. The relationship with Palmer. Yeah. Man, I don't know. Can we? But, uh, uh, yeah. You know, what do you want to do? Go ahead. I was I was gonna say, could we switch over to Catherine and, and talk a little bit about her? Because I, think I think we should she... talk about Catherine. I have nothing okay. to say about Palmer. <laughs> okay, good. The only other thing I had to say was, why yeah. are her pants always so low? She's just always wearing these like, you know, really low. Oh yeah, it was very. Um, 
outfits. Yeah, her fashion was kind of, uh, it was very 2000s. Yeah. <laughs> but the movie came out in 2011. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's kind of like 2003 uh, fashion. Boot but, cuts. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Lug, lug boots. Are they lug boots? I think they're lug boots. I don't know. I so lug or ug? Lug with an L. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, Doc ones. Martens. Doc. I was thinking Doc Martens. That's what it is. Bootcut frayed in the back. Doc Martens. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, you're a little younger. You wouldn't. You wouldn't know about those times. Oh, wow. Ouch, man. What? <laughs> Pulling out the age card. <laughs> um. So, what do you want to say about Catherine? Oh. Uh, she's played by Jennifer Aniston. Did we say that? Oh, you froze. Oh, you're real frozen. Uh, okay, I you're making a yeah, weird I'm face here. too. Um, I can only imagine. Ooh, I hope oh, that. Okay. Are you back? Hang on one second. I'm gonna stop and then start the recording again. Okay. Are oh, you should there? I do that? No. Um, no, I, th I think it'll be okay because um, there's a gap. But it's this should be record. I think this is going to be okay, although there will be a gap. So you'll see where the gap is. So that second track, you may need to move a little bit. Do you know what I'm? Oh, yeah, I can adjust it as long as you get as long yeah, as you're yeah. getting all the audio. I mean, yeah, it'll be I have the ass, audio, but... so it's and there's a gap where the two tracks are. So there'll just be like a moment of silence yeah. that um, that's about. Okay. Let me tell you when that is about 37 minutes in there's a moment of silence so oh, okay um, well okay since we're on uh since we we've gotten off track anyway i'm gonna grab another okay i'm gonna go use the restroom thanks that's a good idea too See, I think we, you were gonna you were gonna tell us about Catherine a little bit, yeah. Catherine, played yes. by Jennifer Aniston. Uh, I don't know, that? but it's important. This is the yes. first Adam Sandler Jennifer yeah. Aniston pairing we've 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 received. That's true. They've had at yeah. least one other one. But I think had that's more it. Than that? I think it's I think it's two oh, for Jennifer okay. Aniston and maybe three for three. Drew Barrymore. Or Drew Barrymore. I I'm think it's, it's three. three. Blend? Blended. Blended. Okay, that's coming that up. Coming? Yeah. I Is that no Drew idea. Barrymore? I don't know anything about that one. We're really in the deep, the, oh. the deep waters of my ignorance of Adam Sandler. Like, I haven't seen. Yeah. I hadn't seen Grown Ups. Um, I probably hadn't seen the three movies before. Funny People. You know, I saw Funny yeah. People not because it was an Adam Sandler movie, but because it was a Judd Apatow movie. Mm -hmm. so um yeah yeah a lot of these are just totally new to me i've seen nothing of them yeah. except maybe a trailer or like a scene of it when i was watching it you know when some or when somebody else was watching it yeah isn't it, it exciting too and you uh you're watching them with yeah. fresh eyes you really get you're, to. Not, you're not watching them through the eyes yeah. of nostalgia or like a time in your life you're just seeing them with fresh eyes which is why it's funnier that you're liking them less and less and I'm liking them more and more. <laughs> what does that mean? I do not know, but I, it feels damning for both of us. 
It's not good. It's not good, no, folks. No. It's not good. Both of us need to see a therapist. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Catherine, really just the, the perfect woman, right? She's a yeah, caring mother. She's incredibly fit. That's true. That's she's, true. she's poor. She's humble. Okay, yeah. You know, as she says, she still drives a Honda. She still has dialogue. Right. Um, you know? But she's she, funny. She can dish them out, yes. joke with the guys. Gosh, she really can. Does she uh, yeah. drink beer in the movie? I feel like she does, but I can't. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure she does. Yeah, yeah I bet she Yeah. Um, I think, so Danny mentions her three, when, when someone's like, asks her about him or you know maybe maybe he's telling her why he likes her so much and he gives some really good reasons he says she's cute she's sweet uh and then he mentions how nice her lips are so again no no weird things going on in this movie which character is this that's Catherine. oh okay why does he like Catherine? Oh, she's cute. She's smart. He likes her lips. No, she's cute. Oh. <laughs> she's sweet, and he likes her oh, lips. Oh, okay. Yeah. What is, why does yeah. she like him? Um, he's... I think it's because he's such a great dad. Oh shit! But he's to her kids occasionally. That's true. He does. He does do some nice things for her kids. He teaches her son how to swim. That's true. Um, you know the thing is, is he's real with the kids. And I will give him credit for that. When he when he's mad at them, he's mad at them, but he's not mean to them. He just yells and throws them around on the bed. But <laughs> no, I mean, she, I mean, I just think he is he is pretty cool with the yeah. kids, and I think that's a good that's a nice thing in Adam Sandler's movies is he's always like really engaging with the kids and can like kind of get on their level. He is always yeah. That's probably well, I have no idea. I feel like that's probably how he is. Yeah, he always has yeah. kids in his movies. I he think does, he likes to work yeah. with kids. I think he I thinks think so kids too. are cool. This is even before you know he I'm... was a dad, too. Billy well, Madison, no. full of kids. Oh, yes, you're right, yeah. Big Daddy this movie. had two kids, but you only thought had there was one. Had two kids, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a twist. He had even more kids than you'd think he had. <laughs> You think there was only one kid yeah. in that movie, but there was there was two kids. That's how much he likes them. He was like, I'm going to put an extra yeah. kid in this movie and not let anybody know. Adam, we can just hire one of these kids. I want both. I love these kids. Um, you know, I will say, watching these movies, I'm liking kids more and more. These yeah. kids, these kid actors keep getting They better. do. I liked and the kids in I, this one. They were the most yeah. consistent source of laughter. For and me. I really, the one that does the British accent, I thought was funny. <laughs> the daughter. She's yeah. like. But she has been on other stuff. I yeah. knew I recognized her from okay. somewhere. I think she may have a brother who's in mm. like Disney Channel shows, but she's also been on some Disney Channel mm. stuff. Um, yeah, she was hilarious. Awesome. Uh, the kid, like the, yeah. the son, who's a little bit younger, he just has this like very sedate mm-hmm kind of dry sense of humor like i could see him growing up and or he's grown up now i guess but i could see him being like uh, you know kind of having that like dry sense of humor doing stand-up mm-hmm. or something but I, th- I think he's an actor so i don't know what he's up to mm-hmm. now but um yeah they do some good stuff definitely definitely a highlight of the movie for me was these kids yeah. they're also kind of like the main drivers of the plot oddly enough because it's the little kids 
the little boy wants to go to Hawaii to see the dolphins, and That's... he eventually realizes that he can lie to Palmer and say, my dad, whom she thinks is Danny McAbee, told me that he would That's take me to true. see the dolphins, but ever since he started dating you, he won't take me. And so then, oh, I have to take him now. That's true. That is why they go to Hawaii. I forgot about that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, then the him, Danny teaching him how to swim serves as this moment, I think, where Catherine... It's been brewing, but spoiler alert, uh, Catherine is actually a zombie, and so she then she kills everybody. <laughs> now, spoiler alert, oh, uh, you, Catherine, <laughs> you know me, prankster. Um, Catherine, you know, has been falling for Danny, but spoiler alert, uh, this is a moment where I think it kind of sinks in that oh, I I love this guy. It's actually kind of a great moment because he's in the water with the kid, and both Palmer and Catherine are just kind of looking at him amazed like oh this guy he's he's really mm-hmm. something else mm-hmm. um yeah I will I did kind of wonder though what's wrong with those kids because the son has some weird bowel issues that they talk about throughout the movie and at one point he like poops on Nick Schwartz's hand which is supposed to be funny does he? um yeah. When? <laughs> well, there's a moment at the end oh. where Nick Schwartzen is like asleep, close to the end, where Nick Schwartzen is asleep in a tub, the bathtub, and he has oh. his hand in the toilet for some reason. And the kid comes in and he's like, you know, probably sleepwalking oh, and using the restroom, and he poops on Nick Schwartz. I remember that. Yeah. Damn, it's all coming um, back to other, me. I should. The uh, other thing is the yeah. The daughter has an eating disorder, oh. apparently or something like there are multiple times where danny is you know Catherine's so impressed because danny can get her to eat food yeah i don't what's what i don't know what that meant i don't know i should uh i have to confess uh i watched this movie uh four years ago no it was on easter Uh, Oh okay and uh you know for easter having a little bit of wine uh had quite a bit of wine uh, got pretty pretty wine buzzy when I was watching this movie. Thought it was pretty. Stopped at twenty minutes in. <laughs> thought it was thought it was great. <laughs> and uh, as you're reminding me of some parts of the movie, it's making me reconsider the uh, resounding uh, recommendation for the movie that I was going to do at the end. Yeah, of Yeah, we have got but, to uh, be on the same page when we watch yeah. these movies. <laughs> it's imperative, especially now that nostalgia is no longer yeah. a factor. We have to. <laughs> If you're going to be drunk, I got to yeah. be drunk. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> that would be fun, man. We would Yeah. I would have far fewer criticisms. I just love everything about I think I movies. figured I figured yeah. them out. I figured them out. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Yeah. I'll go more into that later. I like uh, the the uh the Nick Swordson being a German. That was pretty okay. funny, too. <laughs> no one has ever said those words in the history of the human species. So, wow. I think, uh, <laughs> I'm sure Adam Sandler has at some point. I bet he has, yeah. I bet he has. It's like, Adam, what did you... Um, you just watched the movie. What parts did you like? I liked the sports of being a German. Well, I was hammered on wine, but let me tell you... <laughs> I will say, oh. if we're like kind of pulling back the curtain a little bit, the other thing <laughs> is that I, and I don't know if you did the same thing, but I 
was sure that Jack and Jill was our next movie. So I okay. watched Jack and Jill and was ready to talk okay. about it. And then I don't remember how it happened, but you had mentioned that you were like still trying to find the movie or I don't remember, but mm. I don't remember how it worked out. But at some point, like last Thursday, I realized, oh my God, I watched the wrong movie. It's actually, oh, cause you said I'm getting ready to watch Jack and Jill. And I just happened to look at the filmography for some reason and realized we're wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I was wrong. It, it's flipped around. So my story wasn't as good as yours, but that was, I just wanted <laughs> to share watch, that. Yeah, so. yeah. You did what? We're ready for Jack and Jill too. Yeah. Get re- dear, uh, dear listeners, listener. it might be coming at you right now. Yeah. You're listening to this. You're thinking, oh, I'm safe. I've got, you know, this, this will, you know, keep, or you're, you're worried. You're like, oh, how's this going to tide me over? You know, I need another one while well, it's coming. So, <laughs> Yeah. Um, I, I did want to share one last thing about the kids. There was this one moment where the, the boy says, they say something like, why don't you, why didn't you go learn how to, why haven't you learned how to swim or something? And he's like, well, my dad's supposed to, but he's always busy. Um, and that reminded me of a moment that I talked about in bedtime stories where yeah. like the kid that the father is like this aloof figure who never really appears in the movie um, and just sucks. And so like Adam Sandler's character comes in and he doesn't need to fulfill the role. It's just, he happens to be the natural, like he's just really good at it and he can do it really well. Yeah. So yeah, he's just, yeah. <laughs> that's funny too. So I was just like, ah, your real dad's not here. Well, I guess I'll do it. <laughs> well, I guess that was, ah shit! Yeah. Here he we is, go he's again. such a dad. He is, but not in like the way of like. Well, I mean, he yeah, yeah, he is. <laughs> in the way of what? <laughs> well, you know they say like he's such a just dad. like a hot guy. Oh, he's, like, a oh, he's such a daddy. He's such a daddy. Yeah. Or is it just, oh, daddy. Is it dad? Yeah. Do they say dad? Do they shorten it to dad? Too. I, I've heard people say dad too. Oh, yeah, he's such a dad. He's such a dad. I don't know. Yeah, maybe he's he such is. a daddy. So I don't really feel that. People. I don't get that vibe at all. I mean, like yeah. Eric Bana, I get that vibe, but I don't get that vibe from Adam Sandler personally. Mm. But uh, you know, what you know. Well, that's different. yeah. Better luck next time. Yep. Um, you know, <laughs> oh, we man. haven't really talked about the cameos, but there are a lot of those. We got to, one. yeah, some good ones. Yeah. Uh, so I, I guess we could start out with like the bigger, the non cameo kind of like Nicole Kidman's in it, but it's not really a cameo. She she's plays in the Devlin. Movie, yeah. yeah, she's in the movie yeah. multiple times. Um, she plays a great, yeah, kind of catty sorority sister yeah. who's now forty years old and you know s- still kind of on the same track of trying to be the best and everything like mm-hmm. that. Um, and uh, she's married or she's dating are married to Ian mm-hmm. who is supposedly the guy who invented the iPod, but actually is just a guy who sued Apple. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's played by, uh, the lead singer from Dave Matthews band, which I thought was cool. We get Dave to Matthews him himself. Or yes. Dave, Dave, Dave yeah, himself. As Dave, they call him. Um, David, he likes to go by David. David. Oh. Just, but, um, <laughs> this David, is his third David. time. This is his third time. And we got, saw it built, yeah. didn't we? We saw, him have a small cameo in Chuck and Larry, and then he played a uh, full-on, well, kind of like a character, a goofy side villain, I guess, in Zohan. Yeah. Which, yeah. Was Chuck and Larry before or after Zohan? 
Uh, I think Chuck and Larry was before. Okay, my my chronology is already. I think it's the Jack and Jill that. thing. Okay, yeah. Um, and now he, here he is. I guess he's still a side character, but still. But he's he definitely a more important yeah. role. He has multiple scenes. He picks up a coconut with his butt cheeks. That's true. Which was cool. Um, I know that's like part of their dave matthews band's kind of like live performance anyway is like at one point he'll just go around picking up a bunch of coconuts with his butt but uh, i thought it was cool that they incorporated it into the movie somehow that'd be hard to you know yeah they had to they're like dave to... what do you got we need this we need a scene <laughs> he was like we need a scene dave like, give me that coconut i'll show you something <laughs> yeah that'd be fun jesus christ that's a, i maybe they write the movie that way that's fun if they do. I think that'd they be cool. Don't. Like, well, shit. Well, we got to go to Hawaii. We got to make this set in Hawaii yeah. so you can pick up a coconut with your butt, because otherwise, it's not going to make any sense. <laughs> if we need you to pick up something with your butt, we were going to have it be a brick when we were going to set this movie in Philadelphia. Can't do bricks. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Andy Roddick is in this movie. Uh, I did think that it was Sean William Scott. Oh. Those guys look exactly the same, but at the very end, Palmer ends up on the plane. Um, oh, spoiler again! Right. Palmer and uh, Danny right, don't get right, together. Right. He gets with Catherine. Uh, they eventually get married. Um, That's right. But uh, mm. on the plane ride back from Hawaii, Palmer meets who I thought was Sean William Scott. Uh-huh. Which I was just kind of like, well, that's cool, but I don't really get uh, it. But I guess it's Andy Roddick, the tennis player. I, see. I still don't was get he in it. Another I don't know one if that. Too? Another Adam Sandler movie? Um, John McEnroe, the tennis player. I think his first name's John. He's been in a few. Oh, okay. Uh, he was, but I don't think Andy Roddick has been in any. And I don't think he's really a bad boy or anything. I just think he's he's kind of always been like a number three or number four in the tennis world behind Federer and Nadal. Okay. Um, so I don't I don't really know. Um, I thought sh- I thought um, Iggy Pop was in this one. Oh. When they're oh. walking along that bridge, and the guy's like, "Hey, there should only be one person at a time on that bridge." Oh. Who and was? I was that? like, "That's Iggy Pop." It was it was just a long haired skinny dude. But <sighs> Wasted. It, I really thought it was yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. Who else you got? Go ahead. I got, I got Sandler, them all, but you do it. Adam Sandler's daughters are in this one. Oh, when, when do they show up? Oh, they're, they're with the Iggy Pop. They are, He's yeah. He's not really Iggy Pop. Nope. Uh, Jonathan, we got some, you know, the, similar, the same uh, recurring cast. We got Jonathan Longgren in this one. Yes. Um, and Peter Dante. They both show up at the very beginning. They're the guys who are catcalling that girl as she walks into the bar. Oh, shit, okay. Sit, sit next That's to the big-nosed... Uh, Adam Sandler That's a good, character. Yeah, yeah, good, good catch. Did you recognize him, or yeah. did you? Uh... I recognized him. Wow. Yeah, I recognized Jonathan Logger, and I was writing it down, and then I heard Peter Dante's voice, and I was like, "Oh rec- shit, is that?" I, I recognize that voice anywhere. Yeah, he had an accent. But I, I was like, "You who, can't hide from me." I don't even know who that is. <laughs> no, I remember him, but he—he's in all these movies. I don't, I can't picture him. I, I don't know what his voice sounds like. Well, I think the easiest way to remember him is uh, listen to that. Close your eyes and just. Close your eyes. Just listen. Just close your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the I'm the water boy. I thought that was Adam Sandler. 
Okay, that's confusing, isn't it? That was too good of an impersonation. So Peter Dante's the quarterback. Oh, he mocks Adam Sandler, okay. and he says, I'm the wo- wo- water boy, but oh, okay. that is also what the water boy says. So I God guess he's damn it. confusion. Yeah, who, is, um, who are you? I'll never know. I'm sorry. Did you hear that? Yeah, yeah, I thought you were gonna say it. Covert watch. watch. <laughs> uh, Hell yeah! This one was great. This one was really good. <laughs> uh, so the setup is throughout most of the movie. There's been this guy that Catherine texts and went out to lunch with, and Danny is oddly jealous of this guy and like makes fun of her about it because the guy has a soul patch and he does this like little thing with his hand and mocks the soul patch throughout um the guy's name is brian he works at another office and we never see brian we never get to meet him we just know that like catherine went to lunch with him and there might be this thing and it makes danny jealous and then eventually catherine tells him no actually what happened was brian was telling me that he's leaving his job and that i might want his position and that was really all there was to it and so we we know that and then Fast forward to the end, um, Brian is actually hired as the bassist, and they're like sitting there uh, at their wedding, um, Danny and Catherine, and Danny's like, so I'm, you know, I'm so glad you got Brian or whatever, kind of making a joke about the soul patch again, and it cuts to Alan Covert with an amazing soul patch just rocking out on the bass. And it was so much fun because obviously I'm like waiting for him to show up in these movies, but I don't go into these movies thinking like, I can't wait to find Alan Covert. I just, I'm primed to do it, but I, it's not something that I always think about. Um, and this was just, I feel like the best one that I can recall because I had no thought about him being in this movie. I just was sure that he wasn't going to be in it. And then there he was. Yeah, It's nice that he's not in all of them because then it, it's like a surprise, even though he's in yeah. many of them. He is in many of them. And this was like, again, you've talked about this before where they have this joke that they play across movies. Yeah. And this was a perfect example of that, where they could have put Brian in earlier. They could have had a scene yes. with Brian, but they didn't. They waited until the very end to be like, oh, Adam Co- uh, Alan Cobra is also in this movie. He doesn't even say anything, does he? No, nope, so he just even plays a joke. Bass. So that's even a joke. At this point, they are making jokes for the people that they assume are watching all the movies. Us, now, us. Uh, if only they knew that it was some uh, often ambivalent <laughs> podcasters that are the only ones that watch every movie and probably nobody else. But thank you to all at Happy Madison for including this joke for us. We do think that this joke is funny. I love this joke. I want you to keep doing yeah. it. Yeah, for sure. That was it was great. Um, we got some other. Yeah, I mean Rachel Tratch is in this. This is like yep. the third yeah. time she's been in an Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. I yeah. think. I think so. Um, she she plays a woman who comes in to get her eyebrows mm-hmm. fixed because someone made one of her eyebrows really high, so it kind of looks like she's doing the. That's right. Like the the look that The Rock gives, if you know the wrestler The Rock. Oh, yeah. The stare. That makes sense. Um, Kevin Nealon also plays a guy who gets plastic surgery, okay. but not from, but not from Danny because he. Oh, he, is he, he the guy that got too much? He's got too much, yeah. So Danny ah, won't work on him. 
Okay. But he, it's actually at his party where Danny meets Paul. Right. Okay. So. I didn't recognize him. Yeah. Classic series. Uh, yep. I I think you're missing uh, Keegan Michael Key. Of Key. Oh Keegan yeah. Keel. I was getting ready to say that. Okay. Yeah. But go ahead. Where, where yeah. are you? No, I forgot to write that one down. Oh okay. Uh, he plays Ernesto. Can you elaborate on uh, who Ernesto is? <laughs> if you. I, th- I think you, sure. you'll, you'll do a better job at it. Sure, yeah. Um, so Ernesto is uh, one of the characters in the show, in the movie. And he's kind of more like a minor character. And he's just kind of involved in some of the things that the other characters are doing. And he's important oh, no. in that sense. No, I'm just kidding. He's, uh, he's the hairdresser. That's, yeah, so he, that's right. Yeah, he, he's the one who fixes up that's um, right. Catherine. Um, I watched this with my girlfriend, and she was like, wait so jennifer aniston is playing the ugly duckling in this movie and i felt that kind of summed up the whole thing with Catherine. it's like uh-huh. jennifer aniston is you know has been rated like most beautiful woman in the world mm-hmm. and, or hottest woman in the world and stuff like that like this is not i mean but that's how these movies work yeah that's right it's like you have someone who is actually incredibly attractive yeah. by whatever standards we're going by and we put put glasses on them uh-huh. and keep their hair straight yeah and then that makes them not as attractive uh, it wasn't and really, then yeah. eventually they have a makeover i didn't know, necessarily think it was a movie about her becoming like oh wow she's a, she's actually hot i thought it was more about their connection and maybe they used the her makeover or suddenly noticing her in a different way so like oh all of a sudden she's in her swimming suit or something but i didn't think that i thought that it was like a visual way to indicate what was really going on which is that they were discovering that they have this deeper uh connection emotional connection yeah i think it i think it's both i think that um i think you're right because so i'll, I'll say why i think it's the you know the physical attraction uh-huh. ugly duckling thing for for one because like there are consistently these moments where Adam Sandler's character is kind of blown away like oh wow she looks great with oh, that hair and yeah. that dress That's and true. then there's that moment in Hawaii where she takes off her outfit and she's wearing a bikini and it's like, Oh my God, she looks amazing. And those are really big moments for him. I think for her throughout it, the connection is more emotional, but then there is that, the dinner scene with, um, Devlin and Ian, Nicole Kidman and Dave Matthews band lead singer where they're together and Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler's characters are connecting and they do have more. It's not just like, oh, you're hot, so I uh, love you now. They have a really great night together. They have a lot of fun together, um, and they realize that's when they realize, wait, you know, this this really could be something else. There's, yeah. Um, There's also the part for her where um, Adam Sandler gets his hair and makeup done, and then he also uh, is in a swimsuit, and uh, Jennifer Aniston is like, wowza. Yeah. And she starts howling yeah. and like panting, like, <laughs> and then she yeah. like picks up the chair that she's sitting on and starts banging it on the table. <laughs> yes, yeah. How did they make? Now, when they made her eyes kind of bulge out and then come back in, was that CGI or was that? I was it a rubber? Well, it's like yeah, I was I saying. They're like, we can make your nose big, and there. And then Jennifer Aniston was like, well, can you make my eyes like pop out of my head like a cartoon character? <laughs> and my tongue fall to the floor. <laughs> they're like, oh, we've been able to do that for ages. Is this a wait? Is this a? Uh, it's about to be. Word? I know what. What's the word? Secret, the mask podcast. Secret. 
pilot, hidden pilot for uh, our uh, Jim Carrey podcast? I think it is. I think it is. <laughs> nice. The fourth Jim Carrey yep. podcast. <laughs> Damn it. It's, it's settled. Yeah. Oh, man. I was really hoping we could just do a podcast where we watch Swim Fan over and over again. We watched what? Swim Fan. Oh, which one's that? Uh, you'll just have to you'll have to watch a trailer for it. You and you and the listeners will have to watch. Okay. I don't want to spoil anything. Okay. But, um, yeah. So, uh, oops. Well, what else we got? Um, you know, I think that really does it for me. Although I did, anything you want to say about the music on this one, the soundtrack on this guy? No, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't notice anything about it. There were a few things I noticed. And I'll, okay. I'll share those. Um, so they play Rihanna's Umbrella, but they have the the that, backing yeah. track for it is actually like an 80s themed version. So it's this oh. kind of like 80s. Um, uh, what's that song that church on time? David Bowie. God oh, yeah, and yeah. Is that David Bowie? I don't know. I don't either. That's embarrassing. But. Uh, yeah, so they have like an 80, 80s version of Umbrella. They have a disco mm-hmm. version of Roxanne by the police. Oh, okay. And then they have a version, uh, they have the song Chasing Cars by Snow Patrol, but the music in the background is actually Every Breath You Take by the police. And when it gets to the chorus, it transitions into the police song. Huh. Yeah, uh, those just cool. those stood out to me. Otherwise, it was completely forgettable, but yeah. uh, I hadn't, yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Um, that, that reminds me of uh, last time there in Hawaii. Uh, they did 50 First Dates, or f- with 50 First Dates, and they did uh, a bunch of kind of reggae covers of 80s songs. Yeah. Now they're doing something else, but I don't know what that means. I don't know. I don't either, and I, <laughs> I don't think Teddy did this one. Might not mean anything. I don't, I don't think Teddy did the music for this one, do you? Let me do a quick check here. Music by Rupert. Gregson Williams. Oh, that guy doesn't know anything. What's he worked on before? Hotel Rwanda. Okay. <laughs> uh, Hacksaw Ridge. I, I was really hoping it was just that one. <laughs> That's Wonder Woman. a weird filmography. Aquaman, and also Over the Hedge oh, and B-Movie. He did Grown Ups. Zoo, he did Jack and Jill. Oh. That's my boy. Bedtime stories. Oh, you don't oh, mess okay. with Zohan. Gotta... Oh my God, he's done every one of these. Where's Teddy? Wait. Okay, where's Teddy Castellucci? I I did, I don't know how to break this to you, man. No. But uh. No. He's uh. He he's 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 been demoted. He's retired. Sound. He's the soundtrack manager. Is he really? <laughs> I, I don't know. No, is he retired? Actually, Wikipedia says his years active are 1990 to 2010. <laughs> well, now he's retired. Wow. You know, he was just losing it. It was really sad. They were just like, man, you can't just keep coasting on your uh, your wedding singer. Yeah, uh, on the longest guitar yard. sound effects <laughs> on the airplane. <laughs> he's like guitar transition sounds. He sent Adam Sandler a copy of Click, and it was just that sound. 
after every scene. And Adam's <laughs> like, I we I we I'm worried. I'm worried about Ted. This is not good. It's never easy. It's it really isn't. It's never easy to say to hang to hang up the gloves, as they say. Yeah. Um you know, this movie, uh the budget for this was forty eight million. Do you want to guess what the uh, what the gross was? The uh, how much how much this movie made the box office? How much was it to make? Uh, Forty eight million. Oh shit! Do, should I guess? I can't guess anymore. I can't do it honestly. I actually accidentally scrolled down. Oh okay. And now I know what it is. Well, just guess anyway, and we'll see. Oh okay. Well, I know what it is, but I would guess ninety-eight million. Oh, okay. And I know what the answer actual answer is, which is one hundred three million. <laughs> is that how guesses work? You look up what the answer is, and then you try yes, to yeah. think about what you well, would have said so, if you hadn't known that. Well, I'll tell you <laughs> something. The domestic box office was one one hundred and three. The international box yeah. office was actually one hundred and twelve. So we're we're ultimately looking at those oh. two combined with home market performance with DVD and Blu-ray sales. We're actually looking uh-huh. at something closer to about $240,000. Well, that's, that's just wonderful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's good. Again, I think um, I think it's just good that they're making so much on these movies. Yeah, they were. Yeah. It's good that... I don't know. I think it's, it's good that they make the move money off of it because if like the really artistic movies that we love made the money off of it um that could be bad go to their head. yeah yeah you don't want that to happen i think you want your <laughs> i like my artists like i like my women humble you know and poor <laughs> school teachers that was that's a direct quote from danny maccabee <laughs> oh shit is it <laughs> no uh no it's not yeah all right uh man, I think we got anything else. I, I, I think this goose is cooked, man. You got anything to say? I don't think so. Okay. Um, oh, it won some uh, golden raspberry awards. As it should. Are the raspberries good or bad? Oh, uh, they're bad, man. Oh, okay. Do you wanna you wanna reevaluate that statement? Nope. <laughs> Jack, but Jack and Jill came out also and was nominated for the same stuff. Oh, maybe. Yeah. What? Adam Sandler won the worst actor for the worst Golden Raspberry Award actor for Just Go With It. He was nominated for Jack and Jill in the exact same awards. Now, how is that fair? That's what happens when you put out two great movies in a row. People hate it so much. Um, you know, I think the same thing happened to guess, Emma Thurman yeah. back in with Kill Bill and Kill Bill Volume 2. Uh, I don't remember when those were released, but yeah. Well, I guess also uh, in Jack and Jill, he's playing two characters, which does show technically a lot more uh, technical skill. You would think so. So, uh... <laughs> yeah. So, Chris, would you recommend this movie? Uh, absolutely. All right, that's what I like to hear. <laughs> no, you know what? I thought it, I liked it more than um. God, I don't know. Did I like it? I definitely enjoyed watching it. Good. I think that's all that matters. I think I did think it was... I think it's funnier than a lot of the ones in this later period. I think sticking to its premise, letting the premise kind of build up, which, uh, to be fair, is probably has more to do with the uh, source material. But But letting that build up, 
I thought the kids were actually funny in this one. Yeah, they were. Uh, I thought I thought Nick Swartzen was actually funny in this one. Uh, I liked his German guy. I don't know, but you're you're making faces like. Uh, oh, I forgot. So maybe... I'm still on the recording. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that one's not a. Uh, won't hold up. No, that's in fair. My, uh, I think more clear-eyed viewings that when I we do plan the second do, season of this. Uh, yeah. Every Sunday. Yeah. Oh, okay. Also, yeah. the second season. Uh, but uh, but you know, you did remind me a lot of stupid parts too, like the nose. <laughs> like the. Did you have another like, thing you wanted to say about the nose? Uh, oh, I did. What was it? I don't remember now. Shoot, I'll try okay. to. I'll, I'll I'll post it on the blog if I, I shouldn't remember. have made. Yeah, I shouldn't have made you wait no it's uh, i guess one other thing that i thought was good i thought the acting was all good it was nice to see um you know nicole kidman dave matthews yes it's yeah it's kind of fun to see him in these movies i don't know why i'm not actually a fan of the dave matthews fan but <laughs> i do i am kind of a fan of him being in these movies. well i don't maybe maybe that's something we should do between the now and the next time we meet is just go go grab an album you know and yeah. pop it in and just give it a listen and just say okay next time we meet in person next what we need to do is we need to once all <laughs> this gonna be a long time over, we'll meet in person we'll get one and then we'll just go for a drive man i actually love we'll the sound drive of around we'll just yeah like, drive around let's do that maybe when the sun's going down and we'll just listen to dave let's do that man i think there's a lot of yeah. good bass lines and a lot of good drumming in in the songs so there you go um, <laughs> I don't know any. I know that sound, but I don't know what comes after that. Okay. I, don't, I don't know that sound. Is that an animal or? Ramp jumping up and down. Yeah. Um. Most importantly, for as part of my recommendation, uh, Jennifer Aniston, fine, fine, uh, comedic actress. Yeah, just great. Uh, good timing. Felt like there were some good uh, moments where I was wondering if it might yeah. have been improv, you know, just like yeah. on the, off the cuff. Uh, she just, I thought she, yeah, I thought she nailed the role. I thought that she uh, uh, should make her own movies, which she probably does. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't know what they Because <laughs> she, uh, she should be the star of a movie. Yeah, I wonder why she's sexism. not. <laughs> why don't I? Yeah, why don't I know her movies? Yeah, because she's not, always paired I, with some. Yeah. Yeah. Lead actor. Why aren't we doing? Yeah, probably. Should we do a anyway. Jennifer Aniston, the fourth Jennifer Aniston podcast? Would we have to? Uh, would we have to watch all of Friends? Oh God. Isn't that her? <laughs> yeah, we're not you gonna say do that, that. Like it's a bad thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Jennifer Aniston. It's Lisa Kudrow. Oh my God. No. No, I don't have a problem with Lisa Kudrow. Yeah. Um. No, I think I'm glad you didn't let me dissuade you from recommending it as okay. insane as your recommendation is. But um, I will say, too, that my dislike of it is definitely influenced by the fact that I watched this with somebody else who is not part of a podcast. And I think I'm I have this like tendency when I watch something with someone else that I start wondering, does this person like this movie? <laughs> and yeah, you know right. and like i hope they like yeah. it i hope they're liking it but then i can't help worrying i worry about it so much that i start wondering like, seeing oh. it through their eyes and like oh shit they don't like it this, this sucks. is stupid yeah so oh this part's stupid yeah, yeah. oh i'm so i'm dumb Sorry, i'm an idiot why did i why <laughs> would i do this stupid <laughs> podcast with my stupid friend i'm so dumb yeah. 
Um, so I think that could be part of it, but um, I will say I think this is for me probably the most frustrating yeah. movie I watched, and just like the mm. conceit of it actually ended up being something that constantly frustrated me. Mm. I was just like, oh my god, oh my god, another lie, another lie, and uh, <laughs> but I did watch this really soon after watching Jack and Jill, which is not to say that I will or will not recommend Jack and Jill, but that like kind of those being so close, maybe I was just a little tired of seeing Adam Sandler's face, which he's a, he has a fine face, but you know, you get tired yeah, of everybody. Yeah, yeah. Like, Absolutely. You know, friends, friends and fish. They're good for oh, three days. I watched, yeah, I think I finished Jack and Jill. <laughs> I did that one in uh, segments, but I think I finished that in the afternoon and then I watched just go with it at night and it, man, just go with it. felt like a breath of fresh air. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> which again is not but to say that you are say, recommending uh, or not recommending Jack and yes. Jill. You're just, you know, sharing yeah. a random inconsequential not thought random, about how thought, much better yeah. Just Go With It was. Um, I gotta say though, you gotta stop watching these movies with your uh, your high school bully. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like, oh, you think this is funny, huh? God, you have the worst sense of humor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he sucks. I don't know why I keep inviting her over. <laughs> um, I think uh, next up we have. Jack and Chill. <laughs> it's true. Is that right, folks? Folks, it's true. <laughs> Jack and Jill. The I won't forget it. The 2011 uh, film starring uh, Adam Sandler and Adam Sandler. It's a double. Can't double wait. Letter. Can't wait for that one. Stacked, stacked <laughs> cast. Yeah, that'll be good. It'll be good. It'll be good. It'll be fine. It'll be good. Well, should we take a five-minute break and then bust out Jack and Joe? I think so. <laughs> Talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> uh, are there any final thoughts you had? Uh, I don't any, think. Nothing, yeah. Anything you wanted to share? No. I don't know. Um, all right, well. Figured I'd check, but uh, it's good talking to you. And uh, yeah, you, you got anything else? No, no, I don't. Um, are, we, are we still doing a podcast? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, are we still recording? Right. Oh, now? oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm still recording. Are, are you? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I guess we could probably stop now. Yeah, were you gonna check the mail or anything? Like, uh, oh, I, I probably don't have any. What's Dang. what's the point? All right, well, I'll see everyone next time. All right, <laughs> bye. Hi, you guys. Hello, Palmer. Heard so much about you. You're British. So you're the bird what's been giving Daddy the O's laughing chico. <laughs> <laughs>